Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 156. Hey, my riches, I hope you and your beloved ones are all safe and healthy. And I hope you find your best way to use these crazy business times since I believe and can prove that for each of us there is an opportunity in any given new situation. I think this episode is a special opportunity to be inspired and to get exposed to new ways of doing exactly that. I plan to interview my guest today, Christina Rowe, for a very long time, since I joined her group in May 2019. Christina Rowe is the woman behind, or should I say in front of, Facebook's 322,000 women entrepreneurs members as for today, which is not only the biggest business group for women entrepreneurs that I know, it is also in a very unique way managed to be the most active business group that I've seen. Women are really helping other women there and there is something very special going there in this group. I've been following this group and Christina since I found her group and program in May 2019, where the group had only 190,000 members. And there are plenty of things to learn from her entrepreneurial journey, because I believe Christina has the rare ability of recognizing opportunities in the online space earlier than most people. This episode is definitely for any men and women who are looking to understand and take advantage of the online and mainly of the social media space today. However, for women only, I do encourage you to join two groups. One is the Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs Group, and the second is the new group I opened through Christina's program, Women Entrepreneurs Starting Out. Go to westartingout.group and join me there. Christina Rowe is a marketing expert, a speaker, an author, and the founder of Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs, a global online community of more than 320,000 female entrepreneurs. Christina is also the founder of Standout Media Group, as well as the creator of the Standout Online Membership Program, the first all-in-one membership program designed to enable participants to eliminate the overwhelm, frustration, and confusion inherent in the online marketing process while getting massive exposure for their businesses through influencer marketing. Let's meet Christina Rowe. 
Christina Rowe, what a pleasure to have you here. It's an honor. Hi. Hi, Hayut. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a great pleasure. I'm so happy to have you. I was waiting for this conversation. I must say that I'm enjoying the group that you will tell us a lot, I guess, about and everything that you are doing. I think our listeners are going to have a tremendous interview and discussion today. So I'm really looking forward. I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now, and I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today, and where are you heading? Well, what I'm doing right now is, you know, obviously leading the Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs community, which we, um, we're on Facebook. We now have had um, 316,000 members with wow. women all across the globe. Wow. Yes, this has just been incredible. It is. Yes, it's amazing. And we've, you know, we have a lot of um, local and country groups as well. We're in Europe. We, we have an, an Israel group. We have Australia. We have um, uh, UK. We're just, uh, it, it's amazing. And many of the states in the United States, not every state, but we're, you know, in, in a lot of states, Texas, Florida, California, um, Arizona, um, New York. So it's just been a movement and it's been just incredible. So this has been my main focus, you know, keeping this group and expanding it and having more wonderful women join. There are so many women and I just, I don't remember when it was a few months ago and there were 230, I think, thousands members and now already 316. So it's amazing. And where are you heading with that? It's so big already. Well, you know, I my uh, ultimate goal is to be over a million. Like, you know, wow. the, more the, the more the better. You know, I'd love to see a million or more members and it'd be a, a movement of truly women helping women and entrepreneurs in business and life and motivation, you know, to uplift and share with each other and just be there for each other. And, and I think that's why the group has been successful is because, you know, it's a place for people to ask questions, not only, you know, say I need help with this business topic or what software do you use? But more importantly, a lot of posts, you know, I'm feeling very um, ready to give up, you know, I'm, mm. I'm discouraged. And then everybody comes in and boosts that person, you know, with business because business is hard and being an entrepreneur is hard. And to have that type of support system that people can give you, uh, whether it's, you know, getting an opinion on your logo, which one should I use or a book cover or, um, you know, there's so many different types of ways that women can help each other in the group. And they do. That's what I was so excited about, because women in this group, a lot of women really helping each other, really responding to each other. It's so beautiful to see. And I think... It's a great achievement. And I want to ask you, how did you start it? Well, you know, it's been a long road here <laughs> um, to this point. I never imagined, you know, this actually um, what happened was before my prior life, um, back when I lived in New Jersey, I had a hair and nail salon. Oh, that was my business. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't personally do um, hair or nails, but I had about 16, 17 employees working for me. We had a salon. And then I went through a horrendous divorce and I winded up uh, selling the salon and moving to Florida. And the divorce inspired me to write a book because the divorce was so bad. Oh, 18 months in the court system here. It was horrendous. I was so shocked by the court system about lawyers and everything. I wanted a book 
that would help other women. So I wrote seven secrets to a successful divorce, what every woman needs to know. So I had to make a decision at that point. Do I, you know, get a publisher or do I self-publish? So I chose the self-publishing route, which led me into online marketing. And that was, when was it? 2006. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I started, I went to, um, the first thing I did, um, is I studied under a marketer named Matt Basic. I don't know if you know who he is. He, uh, went to a workshop in Atlanta and they gave his computer. They taught us back <laughs> then how to make the squeeze yeah. page, which is now like the lead magnet page. Um, and I made one for my book and I started learning all about internet marketing and I started taking a lot of courses. I learned, you know, Frank Kern copywriting and, uh, just all the online marketing gurus back then. And what happened was, as I was promoting my book, other authors started reaching out and, you know, I'd make, you know, friends. So Facebook was just yeah. like beginning back then, 2006, 2007. And they started asking me to help them. So I, I was, you know, actually consulting and they were hiring me to help them. So it kind of mm. evolved away from the book. Um, I kind of got, you know, out of that. And I started, you know, doing coaching and helping other authors and speakers and people online, which then led to me when I moved to South Florida, partnering with two women. Um, and we had Women Helping Women Mastermind was the very first concept of this, which we did. It, I, okay. I had two partners at the time. Um, and we would do events where we had, um, we, we live events in person at the time we had like up to 400 women, we had speakers come in. We had a lot of, um, uh, you know, workshops and luncheons and it was, this was in South Florida. And then it was down to two, another partner, the one partner had left and we had, it was me and one partner and, uh, we continued to do that. And we would have other speakers, okay. like we had Les Brown on the stage. We had, you know, some a lot of online marketers come in and speak from the stage. And these were like a lot of fun, big events, very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my partner went in a different direction and I winded up then evolving into, you know, my main company standout, um, standout media group. So then I wanted evolving into just uh, doing, uh, I was starting some Facebook groups and a lot of South Florida networking. And then I started the Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group. When was that? Because you did it very early, isn't it? It was um, October of 2016, so three and a half years ago. Um, but, you know, by that time, I had, you know, had I created a lot of online courses. I had, um, I did a lot on LinkedIn as well. I had two different versions of the standout on LinkedIn course, 2.0, 3.0. Um, I taught about events, a lot of, had a lot of experience with online marketing by then. So um, I also had a community like with, through our Facebook page where I invited them to the group. So we started off with, you know, the first thousand people were probably people that were in our South Florida community who joined the group. Um, and then from then it turned, it became global. It just took off mm. from there. Just from these thousand people. So it was the original people who I invited, who knew me, you know, had relationships with them because we were in South Florida. They come, came to our events, they joined the group. But then yeah. it just it just really took off a life on its own. And I think what, you know, some of the things which I teach and I know in the group success formula is that, you know, your name is so crucial. And I because Facebook goes by the keywords. So it's really important that you have um, a searchable name. Mm. So I think having women helping women and then entrepreneurs, the two women twice with the entrepreneurs, Facebook showed that a lot to a lot of other groups. You know, we had mm. a lot of people. And the other big thing was people were inviting other people and they still mm -hmm. to this day invite tons of people because they like the group 
because we have strict rules and we don't allow spam. We don't allow it to get, you know, we have different days that you can post under a thread. So we keep that and it makes it more interesting and makes the group, you know, uh, more of a conversation than more of a pitch fest. <laughs> wow. You're an entrepreneur, of course. I want to ask you, what would be your best advice to <laughs> any entrepreneur, not only women, because we have a lot of men listening to the podcast as well. But what would be your best advice, especially regarding customer focus or approaching their customers, marketing, sales? What would you say about that? I would say that, you know, number one, and I see this happening a lot with newbies in our group, you know, and a lot of people are taught really hideous marketing practices. Um, I know there's coaches out there teaching people to just send, you know, private messages to Facebook, trying to sell, 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 sell. <laughs> bad, bad idea. Horrendous idea. Um, nowadays people do, you know, we've always done business with people we know, like, and trust, but even more because there's no attention span online. Okay. So we've got, you know, we're like goldfish. We don't, we see things and we're off. So you have to have really great copy, but you have to also give a lot, you know, and build relationships and take the time. It's not a hit and run type of situation. So if you're a new entrepreneur, right. you need to develop relationships with your customers, whether it's online, offline, no matter what business you have. And you have to slow down and take that time, even though it's tedious, even though, you know, it's a lot of work. People don't want to put in the work in the beginning. They're like, you know, hmm. I, when I started, you know, like I have over 20, almost 29,000, almost, almost hitting my LinkedIn limit. Um, when I started on LinkedIn, <laughs> I mean, I, I've learned to this day, I've spent hours. I will press and connect with people. Like I will do that myself. Like, you know, I've done even with the group, like hand adding, like if you're not willing to put in the time. For business because you yeah. know for marketing yourself for your, as an entrepreneur you know um, you think it's gonna be quick and easy you know it's not it's a lot of hard work so my advice would be don't try to go for the quick sale try to build relationships and get to know your people give them value first so that would be my main advice sure. hmm you've got a lot of successes and we will talk about it in a minute but I want to ask you What is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most. Can you share that with us? Hmm. It's really interesting. Gosh, I'm trying to think is, um, which I'm now finally getting a grip of, is all the messages that come in from all different places. So when you grow your group and you've got all these people, you know, in the group and they're all Even though they're not supposed to send private messages, it says it email, they don't listen. So you've got I get messages coming into my personal, Christina Rowe, you know, um, oh. and they go into those folders yeah. that you can't find. And then they go to the Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs page. Then they go to my Christina Rowe public figure page. Then they're, they're sending messages everywhere. And so losing control of that is was tough. What for? What is the message's purpose? What do they want? Uh, most of the time it's because they're not reading the rules and they're upset their post hasn't been approved. <laughs> okay. 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 But sometimes there's other things in there that are important too. And I, and I was at a point of complete overwhelm several months ago because I just physically, you know, it's impossible to answer sure. everybody because I can't even find their messages if in like the spam folders of, you know, you, so now I have somebody who I've hired dedicated to assistant who's, searching those all and we have through many chat we have the app the live chat yeah. app that connects yeah. all the pages because it's not only those pages they're putting messages on like tons of pages 
So we're able to get a better grip of that customer service wise. So that would be, I would say, a shortcoming, like, you know, when things grow and not being prepared suddenly for, uh, you know, tons of messages that are all over the place. And it's very overwhelming. To, and then you feel bad not answering people. But a lot of times you never even see their hmm. message. Um, you know, especially the way Facebook has it. You probably know what I'm talking about. Like people don't realize sure. if, if you're not connected, if I'm not connected to you, you know, on ma- Messenger, you're going to some other folder. Sometimes it's the other other folder. <laughs> and if you don't check it. Definitely. And uh, it takes me so much time to learn all the places that I can find the messages. And then there are emails, of course. And it's, it's very complicated today. I must uh, agree with you on that. Yes. And that then can be construed with, you know, by the customer as like, you don't care, you're not answering me, but it's like, we're not seeing it. So it becomes that, that is a really tricky part is streamlining. And um, I would even like, like, I do have somebody who's personally, you know, assistant working on it now, but I, I would really even think, and I don't even know if the answer is having more of a chat, you know, um, live chat support tickets. I think those fail too, a lot of times. So It's a, I think it's a challenge a lot of entrepreneurs are facing is keeping up with people who just instantly message you, you know, on social media and you may not be active on that site. Like LinkedIn box, forget it. I can't even open that box. I have no idea what's going on that box. Really? I use it for the interviews. People are answering me. I use it. Uh, I think it's the best. I can't, I get really? so many messages and I don't even, if you message me on LinkedIn, you will not get me because I just have, there's too many places, you know, that I can, like I said, we've got, you know, all these Facebook channel uh, pages and messages coming in all day long. So for me to go over there or to some other site and try to answer messages, there would be That no time sense. to work. <laughs> you know? So it's, uh, it, it's tough. So my advice to anybody out there, if you're trying to reach somebody, the best way still is email. Mm. People don't really get that. Even though we have availability of messenger, if you really need to reach somebody, get mm. their email address or put a support ticket. If they have one, the, the messenger thing is tricky. People don't realize they think, Oh, well I sent a, a messenger message to you. You're going to see it, but that's not how it works on Facebook. So that would be my advice on the other end for that. So you see that as your biggest failure? Um, you know, like I would say challenge more. Maybe that would be right now okay. challenge. I guess I don't view anything as, you know, obviously we all have failures, you know. Um, but I don't, like, I find failures to be learning experiences. Sure. I guess in my brain, that's how it's, it's, it's reframed. And I've done a, I can't look at something and say it was a failure. I would say, well, I learned so much from that and it put me into a different direction, which then led me to something great. So that would be... Step in the way, of course. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Like, you know, I, I guess it's hard for me to think of something that was... Um, you know, I could give an example to just, okay, this could be a failure. I had a very well-known, I'm not going to name the name, speaker who uh, came to one of my events. And normally we do, we used to do the 50-50 split from the stage, which, you know, if you've ever had a live event. Yeah. But this person was so well-known that we said, he said, well, you know, instead of paying me, I just get the sales. You don't get any of the sales. So we figured this person would be a great draw to the event and that we would make, you know, money that way. Well, what happened was the person decided to also in the same, without telling us, do a week before an event with someone else in the same town, which undercutted us. Oh. Yes, horrible. And this person winded up. Yeah, it is. Like just doing all these things that were very diva-like, <laughs> say, costing us a lot of money. But the biggest mm-hmm. like duh moment, failure moment I had was watching this person on the stage 
and cleaning up the room, making maybe 25,000 in sales in a, 20 minutes. I mean, it was just incredible. And, and, and me like hitting my head, like schmuck, like, sorry. <laughs> okay. Like, this guy, <laughs> Oh my God. I'm like, I'll never do this again. Like, I cannot believe that. Like, you know, it just was a stupid, like, it's like, he, I mean, this guy made more money than, than our event producers all put together. And so it was, that was like, a, wow. a, but it was a, like his failure because we should have said, no, we get our part from you. So that was definitely a failure, but I will never do that again. And I learned a lot from it. So that I would say that would be a good example. <laughs> I loved so much what you said about failures. I think we are sharing that to see it as a step in the way. And now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest or most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did write about understanding your customers or anything that has to do with marketing, sales, strategy. What was your biggest or one of your biggest? What is success? Because you are very successful. I want to hear what is the biggest as you say that. Wow. Yeah. And then again, it's true. When you say, when you say about success, you know, success can come in different forms. It could be, you know, monetary or it can be just recognition. It can be so many different things. So I would say the most thr- thrilling things have come out of and, and the, the growth of the group. I mean, to, to go in three and a half years from a thousand to 316,000, it's been Definitely. absolutely thrilling. And I feel it's a you know, huge success, but also being recognized by Facebook and being invited in 2018 to the F8 conference in, in San Jose, where they, and I find this to be a success because this story, because they paired us for the first time for a hackathon um, group leaders with the techie people, you know, you know, and they said for us to develop yeah. um, an app and it would be a 24 hours. It was a oh. real hackathon. And if you picture this room with, they had every snack, amenity, amenity, bean bags, blankets, like you could live in that room. And it was for money prizes. And I'm like <laughs> totally out of my element because I am not, you know, I don't know how to build an app or code or anything. So me and this other woman who had another group, they, mm-hmm. the other developers, nobody wanted us at first to be on their team. <laughs> Finally, these nice, we had a nice team. One was <laughs> Bangladesh, uh, Niger. We had a woman from Romania and one from Spain. So, so, and us two were Americans. So this was like really cool. And we got together and it was almost like being on an episode of like, if you ever watch a celebrity apprentice where everybody's like, it's like arguing and fighting and trying to do a project management. Mm-hmm. And, um, the success came in because I realized what we had to pitch this to the Facebook the next day. So we had to actually come up with this, up with this concept for this, this oh. software app thing. And we had work with groups and we had to pitch it to win. And so I felt yeah. the success came in with, um, that our part, my part, they, I just jumped in there and sold it. Like I just, I, and I, I found that that's where all my marketing experience and everything just came together because I was totally out of my mm-hmm. element. There's a panel, all these fake people from Facebook in front of me, and I've got to pitch an idea we just created less than 24 hours ago. And it, the, the geeky guys of the geeks, the apps, they couldn't yeah. articulate it. That was their problem. So it was a perfect merger because they they built it. They stayed up all night long. It was amazing. But they didn't know how to explain it. So I just like, the other girl nudged me because they were, and I just jumped in there and I was really excited. And long story <laughs> short, short, we came in third place. We each won $1,000. 
So that was winning a hackathon. And it was wow. Deb Post, which is a big, uh, if you ever seen Deb Post, they run these hackathons. So that was a totally out of the element experience. <laughs> and to say I've won a hackathon, I mean, it just sounds crazy. But <laughs> it, a... it is. And you like, I know that you like tools. You like how technology is, uh, is serving us, isn't it? You, you're really up to tools, to new tools. I love tools, but... When it, come, when it comes to build, like this, these people actually build the right. tools. Like they sat and did the coding. That stuff is, oh no, that's like completely out of my, my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I loved, you know, I admire the, the coders and the app people who can do that developers because that's like another language and it, it's really incredible. But yeah, so I never in a million years imagined I'd participate and win, come in third place on a hackathon. So that was a great, great success. <laughs> It is, it is. And the group is a great success, yes. uh, definitely. We just talked about tools, and I want to ask you to recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that related to customer focus, customer approach, marketing, sales. However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really works for you. And helps you to succeed as an entrepreneur and might help other entrepreneurs to succeed as well. Wow, yeah, I mean, I use so many tools. Uh, uh, gosh, this is a tough one because there are so many tools. I want the heavy ones. I want the the big shot. What really is something that helps you to succeed? Well, I would have to say time-wise, and you'll be familiar with this tool because you're in the, uh, you know, familiar with the group success formula, and I recommend group funnels. Yeah. Um, group funnels is a Chrome extension. And with that, before group funnels, what it does is when you get your membership grows in your groups, you, you know, I obviously suggest everybody get an email address. You know, you want to have a database mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people still don't do this, but you get, you're able to ask three questions. So one of those should be for an email. So once you get them, though, you have to manually copy paste into a spreadsheet. Before group funnels was invented, hours and hours taking each name, putting it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> Then they came, um, Arnie, um, he came out with this group funnels extension, and uh, it just automates the whole thing. It puts it into a spreadsheet. Not, it is. It's amazing. But I was so shocked when I started with my group. I have another group with them. Uh, 2,000 entrepreneurs, and I couldn't figure out. I just said, oh, I didn't find where Facebook is keeping the emails until I actually understood that they are not keeping it anywhere, and we have to keep it ourselves. Yes. And then you're bringing this tool, which is amazing. It, it really was a game changer, and it's helped. Um, you know, when they go down for whatever reason for a couple hours or a day, it's like panic, mm-hmm. you know, over here because we get thousands and thousands a day of coming in. So it is, you know, it slows bottlenecks things. So that would be one tool. I would say another tool would be ManyChat. ManyChat is a game changer for your business. Um, I was, uh, you know, honored to be able to be a speaker at the mini chat uh, conversations mm-hmm. back in September. Yes. And again, I'm not a chat bot expert, but I was actually was the um, got to interview on stage the women in tech. So there were some uh, real, really uh, heavy hitters there. Um, Molly Mahoney, if you know her. Wow. Yeah, sure. Rachel Miller. 
and I got to have them on a panel, like on stage, like kind of like, uh, you know, I was like the Barbara Walters, I got to ask some questions. Um, but that was an incredible conference and ManyChat is incredible tool. I've actually done set out chat bots now that I, I've learned from, and it's like your conversion rates are through the roof. Um, and I actually got to meet uh, Matt Lights from um, Bot Builders and do a webinar with him. And he's incredible. He's the one who's, his company built the technology for ManyChat. So I suggest everybody um, the, for a tool, get on ManyChat. They have free plans. You can upgrade to pro. But not only do the, can you send chatbot, they do email marketing now and text messaging as well. So that is the future of chatbots. So definitely I would say that's a huge um, addition to the business. Um, I think we have like 14,000 subscribers to our chatbot. Wow. So, and we are going to have the links to both tools in the show notes of this interview. You know, there are many things that affects one's success. However, I really believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really made it for us that really affected our success most and I want to ask you what is your one key success factor yes I would definitely say repetition of you know habits having habits that you repeat every single day and that you implement you know in being organized I think that it's crucial to your success that you are you know you do the same things over and over that you know are going to grow your business. So for example, you're, you know, if you're building your social media, you're working it every day, you, you know, doing a half an hour, you have 40 minutes here, and whatever time period you, you allot to that is that you're doing the same things. And that's how I grew the group. You know, I focused in on it. So whatever you're focusing in, uh, working on and uh, building that as a daily habit into your business is going to be um, crucial to your success because I think it, it was to mine because if you if you're all over the place and you're you know you're dabbling here dabbling there getting distracted all day by different things um, for me it was really focused and doing one thing at a time. There's a book, The One Thing. And if you've read that book, um, it's an amazing book. No, I haven't. It's a good one. It's really? excellent. I can't think of the author now. It's The One Thing. And that book, it's all about the, how why entrepreneurs fail is because we're all over the place. And this is like, do the one thing. So the one thing first. Hmm. Um, and then you can move, do other things. But you see people, you know, I see them in the group. Oh, I have seven businesses. You know, you can't focus on seven businesses, <laughs> you know, so you need to have the one thing. Yo, oh, seven courses at a time. Yeah, exactly. So I've, you know, that's probably been the key to my success has been to hone down on what is, you know, like I like to even create like a flow chart, like just take a white, the whiteboard and just pick a circle and say, okay, this is the one, what comes out of that circle? What is going to support the main thing, the one thing. And those are the activities that we concentrate on as a team. We don't go off tangents everywhere. And that means saying no to a lot of things that don't fit into that. Hmm. So you're going to get, and that, that was probably um, a mistake back in the beginning. When I first started on online marketing, it's like, you know, you get so many people excited, want to work with you, want to do this, want to do that. You have to have blinders on to your one thing and say, okay, no, this is the main focus, whether it's whatever it is in your business. And here are the supporting things that need to be done to make that happen. 
And for the next three months, six months, that's all we're going to do. And then we'll add on this and then we'll add on that. But I think that's, that would, I would attribute that to be really high, highly focused. And that's what I did with the women helping women entrepreneurs. Obviously my business standout media group did, used to do done for you services. I used to do coaching. I eliminated that. Hmm. I don't do one-on-one coaching anymore because that would be a distraction from my one thing, which is, which is our, you know, community and our membership. So it's, it's making those choices. I think the focus, focus, which is the number one rule for marketing. Yeah. If I talked before about looking how you are doing everything in the group and asking myself, how do you find the time to do all of that? I think you just answer that by talking about the habits that you found a place for. My last question before I ask you, what is the best way to be in touch with you? is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I have always been imagining this uh, journey of marketing in the mind of customers, building the awareness and then the trust and then building a brand. And I am till today really believe that a brand is the strongest asset that we can have stronger than real estate. Yes. And I've been always imagining this journey as climbing a mountain. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed the mountain or wish to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? <laughs> and I'm talking about physical mountain, but of course, you can also take it to the metaphor as well. Well, it's interesting because uh, I moved almost a year ago to Scottsdale, Arizona. So from South Florida, which um, doesn't have any mountains, but now we have mountains. So um, <laughs> there are mountains all around me. Camelback Mountains, like I can see Camelback Mountain here. I haven't climbed it yet, um, but I did go to Sedona twice and Bell Rock, wow. which I guess you'd call that a mountain. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I did go up to like the first level. So I climbed that, you know, I'm not a you know huge mountain climber, but... I love the metaphor of a mountain. In fact, one of my favorite songs, the words of songs, oh. it was, you know, Miley Cyrus, The Climb, yeah. when you listen to that that song. I mean, if you ever listen to the lyrics, you know, it's the climb, the climb of the mountain, you know, you know, to get there. For business, that makes so much sense because I think the biggest problem uh, most entrepreneurs have, too, is wanting things very fast and too quickly and being disappointed when it doesn't happen right away and giving up. Mm. It is a climb. It is like a mountain and it can take years and years and years. I didn't get here, you know, yesterday. I, like I said, I've been working at this from 2006 and my climb up the mountain has taken, you know, detours and different churns. Like I started with a book and then I went to coaching mm-hmm. and then I went to the, but I kept climbing. So I didn't go back down the mountain. I just figured out a different, a different route up that mountain. And so I think that's really important. You know, it could take years to get there. And I, I just see that misconception out there, you know, getting rich in your underwear in front of your computer and you're going to make a million dollars. And don't fall for any of that. Somebody's tell you, oh, we're going to make 5,000 in a week next week. No, you're not. It's just not going to happen. You, you, it is a climb. It is like, hmm. it is prepare to climb the mountain and get your tools and resources necessary to go. And the, um, and you have to stay on that mountain. You can't jump off and <laughs> go back down and give up because once you do that, it's all over. So you just have to figure out a different, if something's not working, figure out a different path to get up the mountain and just keep going until things click. And they will, if you stay on the mountain, if you get off game over, but you will get there. 
I love it so much. I really love that. And Christina, what is the best way for any one of our listeners that would like to be in touch or to follow you? Well, you can go to um, the Facebook group. Is I have a shortened URL for that, so it's nice and easy to remember. It's womenhelpingwomen.group. And you can join the group. And um, if you do give your email address, I will send you. We have lots of free trainings that we give. So we'll give, send you a welcome email and you'll get some free trainings. Um, so that's probably the best, easiest way to connect with me there. I also have a, um, you know, Christina Rowe page that you could follow. And there's a Woman Helping Women Entrepreneurs page as well. But I would say join the group and get involved with the community. And you'll see me there. You know, I post every day. Um, so that would probably be the, the best way to reach me. If, if anybody wants to send me an email directly, it's um, very easy again to remember. It's Christina at ChristinaRowe.com. Christina, I want to thank you. It has been such a pleasure. I knew it's going to be a pleasure. <laughs> You're doing such a beautiful things. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, well, thank you, Hayud. I mean, you are amazing and I love you. You're great. And I, I'm really honored to be here on your podcast. I mean, this, is, this has been really wonderful speaking with you today. I've really enjoyed this and um, I want to thank you. Thank you so much and take care. And um, we will be in touch. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, It all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.